Welcome to the astonishing and unexpected adventures of Ace Tucker, Space Trucker! I'm guessing you're here for a story. Well, that's good news. Cause I got one heck of a yard to spin. It's about a man named Ace Tucker. A space trucker by trade. Now that might be astonishing and unexpected to you. Well, the astonishing and the unexpected have always been a part of Ace Tucker's life. When he was just a baby, an unknown alien took him from Earth and left him on the doorstep of an outer space orphanage. There was no explanation, and there was no origin story. The overtaxed nuns of the Galactic Church did their best to raise him, but Ace was a strange and difficult child. So, after 18 years of frustration, they finally had enough. They sent him out into the galaxy with a half-assed blessing for his soul and the state mandated 50 credits for bus fare, lunch, and tolls. Now old Ace Tucker was a man of action and a gambling man. So he spent 25 credits on a ticket to the nearest casino planet and used the rest to enter a high-stakes nebula card tournament. Eight hours later, he was the proud and improbable winner of the grand prize. A one-of-a-kind prototype Valdovian ultra-space freight hauler smart ship. They spent the next 10 years scratching out a meager living as a galactic cargo trucker. These days, he works the rock and roll circuit as a roadie for Mustache Supernova the greatest band in the known galaxy. Yes, sir. In all his days, Ace thought he'd pretty much seen it all. But he hadn't seen nothing yet. On this very night, Ace Tucker and his best friend and business partner, Ivan Chimpanov, are attending a swinging party at the palatial estate of famed galactic rock and roll promoter, Sleazal Nebula. Vibrant and raucous alien partygoers of all shapes and sizes mill about as Ace and Ivan size up a man who is the spitting image of the one and only Elvis Presley. I don't know, Ivan. 
He sure looks like Elvis, but what the hell would he be doing out here? Isn't he supposed to be dead? Right, but there's always been rumors that he faked his death. It could be him. Yeah, but you know as well as I do that odd life forms are part of the job. Remember that guy last week from the large kingdom of the Shiver who had no true physical form? He had some kind of low-level telepathy and would just kind of cherry-pick any form he could get right out of your head. Right! That was the day you finished watching the first two seasons of Charlie's Angels for the umpteenth millionth time. <laughs> yeah, that old boy took the form of Farrah Fawcett. Man, that was one hell of a day. All I'm saying is it could be Elvis, right? I don't know, man. If it was Elvis, why would he be poaching drinks from people all night? I've seen him steal like four glasses of bubbly from a waiter bot when they weren't looking. Oh, hang on, the ace! He's coming over here! Oh, oh, sorry, sorry there, mister. Uh, can I have uh, one of them beers there? Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Nope, sorry, buddy. Fresh out. Oh, uh, come on, man. I can see right there. You got uh, two more full ones in that uh, six-pack you're holding. Well, right you are. Two fresh ones and three dead soldiers. Not counting the one I got here in my hand. How about that? Oh, well, all right. Uh, oh, so how about it, man? I sure am thirsty. Damn, you are persistent. I like that. All right, tell you what, pal. You settle a bet between me and my friend here, and I'll give you one of these. Deal? Yeah, yeah sure, man. What's what's the bet? Uh, you're Elvis Presley, right? Oh, 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 yeah, man. Oh, jeez, man. That's me. Well, I never thought you anyone would ask me that again. Jeez, man. I see, Ace, what I tell you. <laughs> Watch where you elbow me, Ivan. You hit me right in the sixer. Ah, you've got beer on my jacket. Right about now would be a good time to explain that Ace's pal, Ivan Chimpanov, loves his leather jacket. And it might also be a good time to point out that Ivan is in fact a Russian cyborg chimpanzee. When they first met, it was the leather jacket that first caught Ace's eye. It's not every day you see a leather jacket covered in punk rock band patches when you're 200 light years from the solar system. And Ivan wears his affection literally on his sleeve. Literally. Sex Pistols, The Clash, Misfits, The Damned, Buzzcocks, and countless others running the gamut of classic punk litter every inch of his beloved leather jacket. The area on his right shoulder, however, is reserved for Ivan's favorite, the Ramones. He has several patches commemorating the rebellious progenitors of punk. Ace always wondered if it was the music or the title of the Ramones' third studio album, Rocket to Russia, that first grabbed Ivan's attention. See, Ivan started out as a normal earthbound chimpanzee until the Soviet Union shot him into space in 1985. Some sort of new propulsion system experiment. Old Mother Russia didn't care if Ivan lived or died. If it wasn't for a group of bored Rufinilli college kids out for a joyride, he'd still be adrift somewhere in the depths of space. Lucky for Ivan, those college dorks were engineering students and thought it'd be cute to have a super intelligent chimp for a butler. The Rufinilli didn't account for Ivan's vicious temper though. Once his new cybernetic systems came online, Ivan kicked those jerks' asses and stole their ship. But I digress. 
Let's get back to the story at hand, shall we? Oh, that's better! Oh, that beer could have got all over my jacket and stained by Ramon's patches, eh? Hey man, you're the one who elbowed me. But we're being rude to our guest here, Ivan. Here you are, Mr. Presley. Have a bottle of Dark Star beer. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, but answer me this. How's a supposed dead guy from Earth getting to this exclusive after-party? I mean, it's not every day that Mustache Supernova has a show in this sector of space. Me and Ivan here are on the road crew, and that's the only way we got into the party. How about you? Oh, hell, man. I wrote most of Nova's hits. Ah, no way. You're telling me you wrote for Mustache Supernova? Ah, did you write, bro, that neutron out your starfish? Uh, yep. Ah, yeah, how about the Iso Hammer Boogie? Yeah, I, I wrote that one too. Ah, the, the Thieves of Plasmatron? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what about that one album that was just four hours of orgasms and crying? Nah, man. Oh, that's Nova Johnson's solo stuff. I didn't have nothing to do with that crap. So what then? You've just been a ghostwriter in outer space this whole time? Aren't you supposed to be dead? Yeah, and you don't look a day over 40. Aren't you supposed to be like, ah, 70 years old or something? Oh, yeah. Oh, funny story, actually. Uh, yeah, so there I was on Earth uh, at my home, uh, Graceland. Uh, I just uh, finished playing racquetball and was on my way to the john when, when these two guys just appear out of nowhere and... Oh, oh no. Wait a minute. Oh, jeez. Oh, ah, no! Oh, hell, Elvis, oh, what's wrong? Oh, hell, hell, what are you looking geez. at? That guy in the shiny suit over there? Whoa, that's the shiniest suit I've ever seen. It's impossibly shiny. No, 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 it's not just his suit. His skin is made of the same impossibly shiny, ultra-reflective chrome. Crazy. He's so shiny. Right, jeez, is that guy hard to look at? He's bending so much light, he's almost invisible, but ah, incredibly radiant and at the same time, what's he made of? Ah. Yeah, and uh, what's that in his hand? Oh, <laughs> Ivan, get down! Oh, oh, I gotta get out of here, man! Oh, 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 ah, Ace over here, take cover! I'm here! Jeez, look at Elvis go! I never would have thought a 70-year-old could move so damn fast! Ah, he's dodging the laser fire! Oh, God, he's almost outside! He's gonna make it, Ace! Whoa! Oh, damn, he slipped on a cocktail napkin! Whoa! Oh, and he just took a laser bolt to the gut! Ah, stay low, Ace! The gunman can't see us behind this smoldering Jocko lounger! Shh, quiet, Ivan. It's nice to see you again, Mr. Presley. Andromeda sends her regards. Oh, go, 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 come on, man, not now. I'm afraid your time is up. Do you see this laser pistol? It is set to vaporize. You know what I want. Give it to me, or you die. Here, now. On the count of three, Mr. Presley. One, two. Just as the gunman was about to shoot Elvis Presley, four heavily armed killbots carrying twin plasma throwers and bad attitudes stalk into the rim. Attention partygoers, the party is canceled. Please gather your belongings and vacate the premises. 
Failure to do so may result in personal injury. Have a nice night. Ah! Now's our chance! While the killbots go after the godman, we can help Elvis! What? Are you out of your chimpanzee mind, Ivan? Leave him! The paramedics will be here any minute! Let's get the hell out of here! Ah, come on, Ace! We can get them to the ship, plus he's from Earth! Don't you always say we've got to stick together because no one else gives a damn about us? Now, old Ivan had a punch. Ace did always say that he and Ivan needed to stick together because they were both from Earth. Living as a lone human in a galaxy full of trillions of alien life forms has its upsides. It's hardly a boring place to call home. But even with all the crazy number of people out there, it can get lonely. Ace spent years on his own before he ever met Ivan. And species differences aside, they became fast friends. They were both from Earth. There was a bond that didn't need words. An attraction at the level of DNA that was stronger than normal friendship. They had a shared genetic history that spanned their evolutionary differences and kept them thick as thieves. Also, it didn't hurt that Ivan's cybernetic implants made him a super genius. He could riddle things out way better than Ace could. So, if Ivan believed that they could make it out of there with Elvis in tow, well, Ace was inclined to believe him. All right, damn it, let's go! Ah, try to relax, Elvis. We're gonna get you out of here. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Whoa, you'd think a guy that took a laser blast to the gut would have bled out by now. Look, Ivan, where the laser blast hit. It's all covered with black plastic or something. What the? Please, man, you, you gotta help me. Oh, get me to Graceland. El, El Dorado. What the? Come on, let's get him aboard Betty and get the hell out of here. Minutes later, as the fierce battle rages below, Ace Tucker is white-knuckling the steering wheel of his smart ship, Betty, as they rocket through the atmosphere at 14 times the speed of sound. Everything shakes like a paint mixer as the ship breaches the atmosphere and blasts into outer space. Well, all right. Preparing to engage dark matter hyperdrives. We've passed into hyperspace. I'm engaging autopilot. Confirmed. Autopilot engaged. We are tracking at 8 million times the speed of light. All right, Betty. You now have control. Roger that. I will keep an eye on everything while you are gone. Thanks, Betty. I'm going to go check on that jerk off Ivan dragged into my sickbay. Ace leaves the cockpit and makes the short journey to sickbay where Ivan Chimpanov is attempting to stabilize Elvis Presley's condition with super advanced medical support systems. So, uh, how's he doing, Ivan? Uh, he's in pretty rough shape, Ace. I'm not sure he's gonna make it. Ah, hang on. I'm using my cyber implants to interface directly with the medical computers. I, I, I'm scanning Elvis's body. Wow, he's got nanotech installed in his central nervous system. What? He's a cyborg like you? Ah, no, not really. Yeah, it's like nothing I've seen before, but it's definitely alien and super advanced. 
That would explain why the guy hasn't aged in the last few decades. The nanobots are constantly repairing his cells and enhancing his physiology. Well, man, if he's got onboard medical, why aren't they fixing him up? Ah, that spot right there. The black spot in his gut that looks like burnt plastic. Yeah, they, it has massive concentration of offline nanobots. It's like they all rushed in there to take care of the wound and then were immediately shut down. I'm not sure why. It might have something to do with the gun that shiny guy had. I'm picking up all kinds of weird energy signatures and the strongest around the wound. So I'm guessing that blast had some kind of effect on his tech. Yeah, they were able to stop the bleeding b b before they conked out, but without something to kickstart them in the gear, I'm not sure he's gonna make it. Oh, El, El Dorado. Oh, my Graceland. El Dorado. Train, take it easy. We'll get you to a hospital as soon as no, we can. No, 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 no hospitals, man. He'll get me if you drop me at a hospital. He'll be there. He'll get me. Ah, who? Who is after you, Elvis? The shiny man. Tune in next time for another installment of Ace Tucker Space Trucker. For access to all the music used in this episode, as well as Ace Tucker Space Trucker merchandise and uncensored versions of episodes, visit acetuckerspacetrucker.com.